0: Hey, Warriors. This is Amy. And I'm Sarah.
1: Gloria. You, 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 you don't know my struggle You don't know my pain and You don't know my past say so you don't
0: know who's to play. You don't know my weakness You don't know my fight I've been in my darkness So you never see my light I, 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 I'll be better like you nah, nah, You won't get no clue if i Welcome back everyone. thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of the Unqualified Therapist Inc. We are so happy to have you with us. Uh, again for another episode and another chat surrounding some hard topics with our ridiculous commentary. If I do say so myself, so fabulous, it's fabulous. We are always so appreciative of all of you that listen and all of you that took some time to rate and review anyone who hasn't done that yet. We would appreciate it. If you need to know how, um, you just go to Apple podcasts, you literally click on the stars and that's the end. If you want to leave a review, you just click on there and type it in and it takes a couple days for it to come through. So those kind of things are super helpful for us to get the word out.
1: Yeah. And if you would like me to write your review for you. (laughs) you can be commissioned for free.
0: We are also writers. So we can definitely do that.
1: Super pretty.
0: And funny. They're the funniest girls I've ever met. Uh, Something like that will work great. (laughs) We wish that they were our best friends. Okay, well, we're here for the taking, so let's do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
0: jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: man. We we jest, of course. I kid, I kid. We
0: kid. No, actually. That from I mean, we'll, be, we'll take some new friends.
1: Oh no, 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 no! For sure, the new friends. Oh, you meant the pretty About and writing funny writing thing. The reviews. Yeah. And write no, writing the reviews for people. <laughs> oh, we sort of kid. So, Amy, when you're not writing reviews for our listeners to post on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> what else are you doing in your oh, spare time? No, I just I just know.
0: bragged about my integrity last episode. I swear to God, this is a joke.
1: Do it that. is such a joke. Such a <laughs> joke.
0: Well, I drive two hours to look at bridges.
1: <laughs> like, when you, when you guys told me you were doing that, I was like...
0: All right, okay. I mean, here's the thing. This is very-
1: it looked out- beautiful though. It was
0: very out of character for me to just go with it, but I said I wanted to go away for the weekend and I didn't want to plan it. So Mike did it. And he just got a hotel room in Bedford and we didn't have any plans. We literally just got in the car and drove around. <laughs> He's like, I think there's some bridges in this town. So I looked it up and there's like, a 90 minute bridge tour. Um, So we decided to check out the bridges and then use Lily's Christmas gift that she told him. I hate this. You remember that $200 something? And she's like, what would make you think that I would like this (sighs) anyway? Well, we're happy that she said that because we enjoyed using it very much. And so we used this like, crazy thing for your camera that like moves with you like it it it, like yeah yeah. and took engagement photos fake ones we were like what uh, what other cheesy things can we do and so he's like we have to do the one where we're like with our butts you know and we're like walking away I was like all right cool and then we had to like jump and then I didn't jump high enough and it was just a whole thing (laughs) But I had so much fun doing it, we were like laughing hysterically, like cause like cars kept coming, we had to keep running out of oh the bridge. Gosh. At one point we decided it was my idea that we would lay down and take a picture. I was like, this is terrible, this is like laying down on railroad tracks. He's like, I know, hurry!
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: So we did that, that one was not postable cause it was terrible, but it was a funny thing. Um, yeah, it was really fun. I don't know. I had a good time. <laughs> and so silly. I
1: want to see this n- this unpostable, terrible photo. Well,
0: there's a whole unpostable series that you've gotten to see that I did not show anyone on the Facebook because I told him there's like 70-year-olds that'll have a heart attack if they don't get the joke.
1: You uh, know how Facebook's like old
0: people's land?
1: Yeah. Like I could just
0: see like, I don't know. Like us. Great aunt. <laughs> someone being like yeah. what amy
1: got engaged yeah.
0: without looking that the next one i got yeah. engaged with a white claw so it's a great series of photos if i do say so myself <laughs> um, but yeah it's-
1: i think i think we should add one to the show notes
0: oh we should yes Yes. Okay, good. And and Mike was all like, he was, it was great because he was like the director and he was like, okay, now hold the White Claw for those of you on YouTube, you can see, but hold the White Claw on top of your hand like it's the ring right here. And and he's like, now I've got to get one with your face, looking at it lovingly. (laughs) (laughs) It only fell once. And then I was like, crap, I can't drink that now. I still drank it.
1: I'm sure you did. Yeah.
0: I mean, where there's a white claw, there's a way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I think we've found your like life quote.
0: <laughs> yes. I am totally claiming that. <laughs> where there's a white claw, there's a way. I fucking love it, man. That's fantastic. And it seriously is the truth for the past year. That's what that's how it saved me.
1: White claw. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. How about you? I second that.
0: What was your weekend like?
1: Oh, um, I did not leave my house, which is kind of sad. Oh, wait, I lied. I went and had a game night with my neighbors and I didn't tell you about this. Um, I went to get up and fill my water and I just feel like I need to preface this by saying, I wasn't drinking. I had had. There one was no truly. white claw involved. There wasn't. There was no white claw harmed in this story. Um, but I got up to refill my water, and I thought that there was like a foot more of bench behind me. So when I like scooted my butt back to lift, like pull my leg around, I fell off the bench in slow motion, like a movie. <laughs> And I was reaching out to my my friend beside me, and I was like, (laughs) no. And he's reaching out his, he was like one finger, like trying to like, I don't know, he was trying to like hook my
0: (laughs) shoe or something. I'm not sure. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) So yeah, um, if you're on YouTube, you can see the result of that. (gasps) It's so bad yeah because it's I know it's weird that I have one on my arm but when I fell, my like inside of my arm slid down the corner of the table because oh. I was at the end of the table oh, <laughs> boy. which I didn't think I was that far back but anyways yeah, so that's where my bruising and pain has come from is from the inside of my arm that's awful yeah but it's it's I bruise like a peach me too
0: now I don't know why my blood work came back. I don't have a load iron you,
1: You're not anemic. Probably something else.
0: <laughs> Probably some, <laughs> something else wrong. I'm sure. I don't know.
1: Maybe you have like really pretty purple blood that yeah just shows up better. It's, I
0: don't know. I don't know. Like I'll bump something. And I'll be like to Mike. That's I'll be like bruise. that's gonna be a bruise. Remind me what I did because I'll, I'll never
1: remember. And I'll mm-hmm. be like, what happened? Yeah, same here. Yeah. Randy will see, like, a big bruise on my shin. He's like, what happened? What'd you do? And I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. Because I don't think I do it, it, it so often. Is that
0: big of a bump. It just leaves a big mark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um it Happens all the time. My poor kid has the same thing. <laughs> he walked into the corner of a table, and he has a bruise on his um quad that literally is a right angle. It's... <laughs> It looks exactly like the corner of the table. Like that's the bruise. Oh my god! I was like, oh, sorry, kiddo.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I guess Avery does too. His entire leg, entire, he plays really hard Mm. though. He's all bruised up. What are you going to do? So I was going to um, share something just because I feel like I, I want to be so open and honest about how this flows and fluctuates, I feel like on the episode that we did with, uh, Lauren Joyce and then the four of us and all, and the, the follow up, um, I was talking about how I had been fixed, <laughs> healed, saved, <laughs>
1: healed
0: from the sex god. No. So, I guess the thing is, and I'm just, this is from my experience, I am not a sex expert, I don't know, it seems to me that, like anything in life, it can be fluid. So it's you can go yeah. back to so easily those feelings of shame and anti-pleasure. I don't know what to call
1: it. <laughs> yeah, like pleasure aversion.
0: Yeah, aversion. That's it. It's like, and yeah. it, it it was really upsetting, Mike. And we didn't talk about it until Friday, and I could not figure it out. Could not figure it out. Like I'm frustrated too. And then i realized that in the um which i found to be a beautiful article that i'm extremely proud of the post-gazette article there was a mention Mm -hmm. of us talking about sex with a sex therapist and i got in trouble for the article and Mm -hmm. someone mentioned that maybe it was because of sex the word Mm -hmm. and right i don't know i don't think that's what it was at all i just think that it's stuck in my brain and it thought, and I just, this is how my thought process went. Nope. Shouldn't have done that. Amy, like go right yeah. back in your box because this is shameful and you are, you know, a whatever kind of a person that, you know, you cannot do these sorts of things. And Catholic guilt came in and teacher guilt and yeah. all the guilts that I have about woman guilt, just all of it. And it was just, oh, and I was like, I cannot believe I have to peel this shit back again. And, and so for people who are like, who who maybe thought, shit, like, I just can't do it. Or, um, how did that happen so easily? Like, just know that it's always a process. Like once you have that kind of trauma, I don't know that it like heals in one swoop. It's like, you have to be consistent in, 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 I don't know, consistent and healing from it and telling yourself truth over the lies. I just felt shame, like straight shame. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you yeah. can't have any pleasure when you feel shame. So, no. um, and I think I love that Sarah pleasure aversion. That's exactly it. Yeah.
1: Cause you're like, Cause...
0: I, this is all coming back to bite me in the ass because I enjoyed something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I opened up my throat chakra and I talked about something that's taboo, which I don't think should right. be. Right. Whatever exactly. it is, I felt like I was definitely being punished. Therefore, I guess punishing myself or yeah. just going back in. So I, it's really actually supposed to be an encouraging thing for our listeners so that they didn't, yeah. they didn't feel like, you know, that they're broken or something's really wrong with them. Just, you know, to be honest that it's just like I didn't fix things forever yeah Uh, it's a it's a work in progress
1: so many times on this show that healing is not linear
0: right and and it's not
1: and I think that's everything
0: yeah absolutely so yeah I just wanted to kind of throw that in there because I never want people to think that I don't know that we have it together
1: at all (laughs) I know. I think we remind them of <laughs> I know. <laughs> With our stories and shit. People are, yeah. Oh, who knows? I don't know. Who knows? They either
0: love us or they hate us. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
1: I'm glad you're listening either way. <laughs> either
0: way. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> we can all learn from each other, right?
0: We are actually going to give you some helpful information today.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah. I just want to say though, like, I think that. W- <laughs> it it happens for everything though. Like even when I'm feeling joyful and I'm in a spot of feeling like super good with my journey. And, you know, even the last episode, I was like, I feel like a different person. I'm so happy and feeling so free. And, you know, in a week's time, so much can change because this past weekend was a shit show for me in the mental health space. I had a lot of fun on Friday playing board games with my friends and neighbors. Um, and then by Saturday morning, it was like I was a different person again. And, you know, we do have to be consistent. But I think even when we're being consistent, the, the, the mental health space and like mental illness is unpredictable. And so, you know, sometimes it's like things are going to sneak through. Um, we're not going to remember all the things that we know what to do and that we did 24 hours ago to help ourselves feel better. So sometimes things are just going to kind of go to shit and, you know, it was just that way for me this weekend. And it was weird because it was like my whole family. So I don't know if they were all feeling my energy or if I was feeling that theirs. but every single person in this house cried at some point this weekend.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you have a house full of empaths too, you're all feeling each other's stuff. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah. I have noticed more and more that energy affects the people around them in terms of like my household and your household. Like, and I don't know if it's just because we're big energy people.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. It just hit me again. I I actually talked about this with Randy. I was like, why do I feel this way? When I woke up on Saturday, I was so dead tired. It was like so hard for me to get out of bed. It was so hard for me to do anything at all. Well, the night before I had, I had, you know, I was playing those games and I was with my friends. Well, I have a friend and neighbor who is super duper high energy all the time. And he's like, I mean, you know, I mean, but like, he's just very, um, on all the time. And he's constantly like, he's got a leg jiggling, like under the table, you know, like he's got the, the shaking leg and he's always like moving something on his body. And I could not like my teeth were chattering. I was so pulling all of his energy in. Yes. And I kept trying. I would like sit there, like, and I would actually cover, like put shielders around my eyes with my hands and I would close my eyes and I would try to imagine the white light coming down my whole body. (laughs) And I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Like it would stop and I would just start shaking again. So I came home and I had to take a Xanax before I went to bed, took my, you know, sleeping pill and Xanax and no, that is not why I was dead tired the next day because I do that and those things don't affect me. Plus, Xanax comes out of your body really fast. Anyway.
0: <laughs> no, it emotionally took everything.
1: It did. It took everything. Exactly. It was my emotion, emotionally, physically too. Mm-hmm. Like it physically took my energy as yeah. well. And it was just, and so that was Saturday. I was just kind of like, and then I was started to feel real down. And then, um, Sunday was, it was like all hell broke loose. And it hit me about a quarter of the way through the day, or no, it's probably like a ha- halfway through the day. I was like, oh my God, it's my brother's birthday. And, uh, it like, I was like, I wonder if that's why I'm just so emotional and why I'm just having a hard time. And it's so funny. Cause it's not like, I just like forgot his birthday. I wrote it in my planner. Yeah. It's on my calendar. I knew it was coming, but when the actual day came, I didn't I didn't even think about it until like halfway through the day. And I was like, this is why I'm a freaking nightmare right now yeah. to myself and everyone else. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an up and down ride. And no matter how consistent you are, there are going to be days where it goes down and just don't lose hope from that. And don't lose the the drive to want to heal and, you know, the motivation to, to keep going. So it really is up and it down. May be a, <laughs> yeah. It may be a short setback, you yeah. know, a day or so, or it might be a long setback and either one is okay because you're going to stand back up.
0: Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought that up because... I was very confident and very happy last week when we recorded and just today I had a little bit of a a meltdown to Sarah about feeling the opposite and being like, oh my God, I'm doing everything wrong and I'm not, you know, and just all of my confidence and all of my like proudness of standing in my truth just like dissipated because of a situation of disappointment. And so... It It is. You have to keep reminding yourself of the, like the real, I don't, I kind of like the real you, like the, the, the evolved you or the, whatever. That would have been my person who was recording last week. So like trying to think back and be like, she knows what she's talking about. So, you know, you should trust what you said. Yeah. Like yeah. trust yourself. Yeah. Trust yourself. So
1: absolutely trust yourself. Yeah. Uh
0: so you know, that's probably one of the reasons that I think journaling can be helpful too, is that when you're feeling like yourself, write it down so that when you're not feeling like right. yourself, you can check yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah. Look back at that and say, Oh, right. Yeah. I did feel that way. It is possible for me to feel this like, way again. Oh yeah,
0: I do have this. I got this. I'm making good choices. Like this is right. Right, so
1: I think too. You know, when you just to also encourage other people, I think that you lo- like got a little frustrated today because you stood in your truth, and it's it's not going the the what I would consider the right way.
0: Was well, yeah, and it's not you going know, the so way that I would expect it to go. That would make the yes, most sense. and so
1: it feels like you doing that held no purpose. I'm sure.
0: Yes. And and it was exhausting. Like I was just like, this is, I don't know. I just felt very much like, and I also felt, (sighs) I don't know. I just felt like dismissed or dismissed, I guess for something Mm -hmm. that I didn't feel like was dismissible.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Right but it's you just got to keep standing up and standing up and standing up for yourself and speaking your truth cuz that is your truth and you have to live your life yeah. the way that you are meant to live it. And just like really quick example, I would I've been talking to doctors about my energy levels since I was 19 years old and every single doctor sends me to get the same exact tests. They always come back negative. I tell them that every time. <laughs> and I feel like I the only thing they pushed do is
0: pushed. ever. They're always like, I'm going to test your thyroid. I'm like... Thyroid. Always. Mm-hmm.
1: Every time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I've had my thyroid tested like 12 times. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. Me too. So anyway, um <laughs> there's that. And then I finally had a doctor who literally ran head to toe tests for me. And it was like the most amazing feeling ever. And, you know, then did all the, this blood work and all this stuff. But to actually be listened to was great and um maybe it is directly tied to my depression my energy levels I'm not sure because we still really don't know what's yeah. up with that although I do feel like a million times better he discovered a, I had a heart defect like a congenital heart defect and I had to have a heart ablation like I had surgery on my fucking heart like right that was because I didn't shut up and yeah. didn't stop talking about you know and standing up for myself and doctor after doctor after doctor basically laughed me off. Yeah. Like I had one doctor tell me to take naps. I was like, hi, I'm, um, I work for a corporation. Like, uh, I can't just like in the middle of the day, go underneath my desk and take a nap. Like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just like just totally dismissed. So uh, I hate you gotta keep going. Yeah, being
0: dismissed is probably one of the most challenging things that makes you f- question all things
1: because it's well it's also it also feels disrespectful yeah and so there's that on it like a human level and then it is it makes you question yourself and you're like am i saying the right thing am i being a hypochondriac am i you know it's yeah. like are these things real or are they what this person is telling me they are right keep on standing you got this girl
0: So this episode is coming out at the end of the month on the 27th of May. And while Sarah and I talk about mental health issues all year long, uh, we are closing out mental health awareness month and just wanted to end these, um, months talking about five tips to normalize the conversation around mental health. So we came up with some ideas. Um, lots of people have asked us how to talk about certain things, how to handle certain situations, um, things with themselves and things with their loved ones. So this is just out of Sarah and i's experience alone. This is not coming from anything qualified. Just had to say that.
1: <laughs> All right. So the first tip to normalize the conversation around mental health is to educate yourself on mental health and mental illness. So know your facts before making any assumptions. Everyone's situation is different people handle their mental health and heal in various ways. It's not one size fits all as you hear us say at the beginning of every episode. Right. Um, so yeah, just like making sure, and, and Amy and I are so familiar with the mental illnesses and mental health that we have experienced and that we do every day, um, but we aren't experts in every other field, you know, it's, I... Amy just sent me something today about um, debunking schizophrenia and there were things on there that I didn't know that I thought were accurate that are not. So it's just educating yourself constantly.
0: Yeah. I think to, to know. To, yeah. Reading as much as you can and um, looking things up and not assuming or making assumptions. Right. right.
1: Like if somebody tells you um, that they have a certain type of diagnosis before saying anything, um, except that, you know, I'm, I'm here for you. I don't know much about that, you know, but, um, I'm here for you. And then learning about it yourself so that you can, um, be, be supportive and not say something that might offend.
0: Right. Or trigger them into going into trigger, yeah. a further point of that illness. So yeah, yeah just in general, just keep learning So that you are, uh, I know a lot of people did tell me that I loved this part. I didn't really think of it to be educational. So it was interesting to me that that was the feedback I got was that telling Scott's story debunked a lot of things for people about, uh, bipolar disorder and that's all just regular knowledge to me. So it's interesting and it's good reminder that not everybody has that baseline And so, you know, I appreciate everyone that listened and was able to gather some new information and maybe you've looked up more information since then. So, you know, just learning about all of the different illnesses, uh, before just deciding what you think it is based on things you've heard.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So number two, uh, this is for you and others. Be open and honest with your own feelings and how you're truly doing. Do a mental health check in with yourself daily. So do a mental health check in with yourself daily. It's, don't lie to yourself. Like be real. Yeah. Uh, that's only going to get you further into a mess. And, and again, Sarah and I know this from doing it ourselves and yeah. you have to, accept. And, and sometimes I have to really, when I'm doing that mental health check, think like, what is it? What's making my stomach hurt? Like, does my stomach actually hurt? Oh, no, no. My anxiety is through the roof. yeah um, right so you do kind of have to do a check of like, why am I yelling at everyone in this house? Like, why have mm-hmm. I just snapped and went off? Oh, well there's, you know, my anxiety is not okay right now. And yeah. this is what I need to do to get it back and check or take care of myself.
1: Right. Right. And I think as well, you know, just in like everyday conversation too, when somebody says, how are you doing? And you just say, good, or fine. You know, just like be honest. You don't have to be like, well, (laughs) you know, this happened and this happened. Just, you know, just be like, no, just kind of a rougher day today. You know? if you, you know, just to kind of be honest with your feelings, to let them know it's okay to be honest as well. yeah And also when somebody, when you ask someone how they're doing, if they just give you the fine or good, you know, feel free to just ask the one additional question, you know, nothing like too prying or anything, but, you know, just saying, you know, just fine or just good. And and kind of, you know, just checking in and you can even say, you know, I'm just checking in with you. I genuinely want to know how you are and just let them know that it's okay. So by your response and by just asking like a little bit more of a question after their response allows that person to feel comfortable to share their feelings as well. And And that helps normalize the conversation.
0: Sometimes when I get one of those and I know, but that's, you know, mm-hmm. I know they're not okay, but we're not in a yeah. place that a lot that's like comfortable to have that conversation.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I kind of just give them a reassuring smile or, you know, I guess we don't hug anymore, but it would normally be, a hug. No. <laughs> um, but then what I do is I text them later and check in and say yeah. something to back it up to say, like, now you can tell me like, what is like, are you okay? Like, I I know you're not. So what's going on, you know? And to me, that always seems to be better because someone's just not going to spill their guts in the hallway. (laughs) I mean, sometimes they will, Mm -mm. but you know, just remembering to check back in with them and, um, let them know that you're there and you're thinking about them.
1: Yeah. So you were the first person to ever do that for me. Really? When we first met yes to text me later on and say like are you okay really because you know I just want to make sure because it didn't seem like it and so you were the first person Aww. to ever do that for me and this was before I was like in touch with <laughs> being okay with not being okay Yeah. and so I remember looking at that text and being like "What it, wh- what does she mean <laughs> I'm like Mm. She was, what's the end game here? Oh, what's happening? Oh, no. Like, I just did it I didn't yeah. like, I don't know. I didn't trust it or something. And I mean, granted, I was going all, through all that shit with Jill. So that right. was probably right. a big, huge part of it. But, um, it took me like, <laughs> like, I probably picked up my phone like 12 times to respond. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know how to, get <laughs> how to respond to this. I don't know. Even- <laughs>
0: What does what, what does this actually mean? What is she saying here?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Oh my I, gosh! Was, nobody cares about that. Like I guess it was like what that was how I felt. I'm like no one truly cares to that extent yes. to say something like that. So what's really going on here? And that's just sad. It's really sad. Like, that is so sad. And all, I just
0: I, like yeah. I, but when you have those experiences, it's easy to fall into that. Yeah. Um, and I was living in
1: it. You know. Right. At exactly. That time.
0: That is, that is kind of something that's like my MO. I just, I can sense things sometimes. And now as time Mm -hmm. has gone on, I've gotten better at trusting myself Mm -hmm. more. And even if I don't see the person, I text whoever's on my mind. Like when I wake up, sometimes there's just people on my mind that I, that aren't doing good or need checked in on. And so Mm -hmm. I will, um, and, and nine times out of 10, they're like, how, how did you know? You know? And so just like, I don't know, just trusting your gut, um, and so what if they're fine?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Great, awesome! Like that, you didn't. There was no harm done,
1: right? You checked in. Yeah, that's great,
0: awesome. You know, right. so
1: yeah. And I learned. I actually learned that from you because I was. I had my, my mo was. It didn't matter where we were. What, like, if we were at work, if there were a bunch of people around, like, I would just be like, "Are you okay?" It would hit me, and it would come out like word vomit. I would be like, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Like it just didn't, like, it took me a long time to learn like time, place, you know, like appropriateness for like the question. And, you know, I learned a lot of that stuff in therapy and with relationships too. So like, that was a, I learned that from you though, because when you did that for me and then I would, (laughs) it was like, it made me like think twice the next time. Yeah. About just saying it out loud in front of the person. Because it did. Eventually, I was like, Sarah, you do the same thing. You just do it in person. Right. And then it made me think, why didn't she do it in person? And then I thought back to when I had seen you last. And I was like, well, that's why there were a lot of people around. And then I was like, well, I've been doing that to people my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should stop doing that. (laughs) Oh,
0: well. So, yes, you taught me that. Thanks inadvertently. I'm so glad because it's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I don't have very many answers, but that's one I can definitely confidently pass along that, um, yeah. And when people do it to me, it's, it's really, I feel very loved by it. So,
1: yeah, it, it's, it is good. You feel cared for. Yeah. Number three, be careful with your language. It can be harmful if your intent, even if your intent is not to do so. So even if you're like, I'm not trying to be mean. I wasn't trying to you know, whatever, say anything to offend you. We know that. I think most of the time that people know that you're not trying to offend someone most of the time. Um, But like, for example, saying to someone who's acting moody, that they're so bipolar can offend someone who's actually struggling with that illness or love someone who's diagnosed. There are times when, you know, you get stressed out and upset and You'll say something jokingly like, oh, I'm going to kill myself, you know, or my God, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the bridge guys. I'm taking the bridge that those kinds of things are, um, are very triggering, especially if you are saying that in front of someone who has had suicidal thoughts or, um, who is a suicide survivor, that person is going to be triggered by that. And, um, it's, it's just, you got to be careful with it. Uh, I'm going to give another example. Somebody I'm very close to did not mean to like offend me or anything, knows my backstory. And as, (laughs) as everyone who's listened to this now does (laughs) know, um, (laughs) of sexual assault and they were talking about how expensive something was and, um, they were like, well, that's a quick $800 rape right there. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> it just came. I go, Hey, Yikes. and it was like, yeah. And they were, they just felt so bad. They were like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. I didn't mean it like that. And I'm like, I know you didn't. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I think it's our generation that uses those words more often than anyone else, honestly, than like people before us. Yeah. Even.
0: So it happened today and it, it happens, I would say almost every day. And I don't say anything ever because I feel like I don't, I don't know. I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable, but I jump. Like I have a physical reaction when someone says like about something that's wrong at work or something here, like, well, I just, I'm going to kill myself or I could kill myself or whatever you're going to say. Or a lot of people say, I'm going to take the bridge or shoot myself in the head. And it does. It makes me have mm-hmm. like a physical reaction to a comment that nobody meant anything by. So, you know, just try to right. help your, try to, you know, stop saying things of that nature. Um, if you can, it's hard. I, I, I slip up sometimes too. So it is a hard thing to stop because it's mm-hmm. my second nature. I it, do too. It's second nature for us to say things yeah. like that. And I don't really know why, but it is. And. I think also knowing the right terminology to say they died by suicide um, instead of committed suicide, things like that, just, again, that goes with education. How would you know if you didn't know? So just trying to learn appropriateness and what could possibly be offensive to other people. And I don't want to say offensive. It's more triggering. Mm -hmm. I know you don't mean anything by this.
1: Triggering. Yeah. 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 So I read several places that people are like, oh, people are getting so there's so much more sensitive now. And, you know, people calling other people snowflakes and saying that, like, no one can say anything anymore and that everybody gets offended by everything. And but my take on this is, is that as we normalize the conversation more, that we're just making people uncomfortable who don't want to make that change right i mean to, to be co- totally honest when i was in like middle school i used the word gay yeah. as like a like oh that's so gay or you know that kind of thing and i i didn't i didn't know any better right. not that you know to say as an insult to someone um but now that i know better i do better right. And and that's the whole point is that we just have to acknowledge that people aren't becoming more sensitive. They're becoming more open to yes speaking for themselves.
0: That's exactly it. That's a really good point because I think just people are being more open to standing up for themselves too. Yeah. You know, right. So number four, the big one is listen, listen more than you speak, listen and ask questions to understand how someone is feeling recognize that these feelings are real and intense for this person, even if it seems trivial to you. So if I tell you something's going on and it feels like my world is ending and you're listening over here in this different reality, because I really, you're in a different place when you're having anxiety and depression or any sort of mental um, illness, you're like, why are you making such a big deal out of this? Like, let's think about this logically. Well, there's no logical thinking in that moment in time. Like there's no logical thinking in that space. Right. Like right. if there was logical thinking, I would not feel this way because I'm a super logical, smart person. Like, <laughs> something has taken over me. I cannot be logical yeah. right now. Yes, exactly. So when you downplay it yeah, and you offer advice such as the dreaded, it could be worse. <laughs> it can trigger the person to not talk to you ever mm. again about that or anyone else. So you, <laughs> Just listen and ask questions. You don't need to say anything. Just listen and ask questions. Okay, I'm here for you. That sounds really um, hard and challenging. And what are some things like maybe that we can do or I can do to help you or what, you know, just asking questions, you know, how, when did you start feeling this way? what makes you, you know, what can I, what normally helps you so that, you know, like, then you guys can do that together or they can help you in that way. Um, but if you say it could be worse, it's just like, I have the same face all the time. I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, delete. That person is just deleted from my life. Delete, (laughs) delete. So if you don't want to be in my life, you know, now what to say to me. It could be worse. (laughs) Delete.
1: Uh, so I grew up with that. Mm. That was my dad's like mantra. He used to say it about everything and holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Like ugh, now, you know, so it was just, and, and that's where I got my like, rah, rah, everything's fine. Uh, it could be your worse. Positivity you know, like about mm. everything that ever happened to me. Yes. The, the, the positivity train that makes me want to barf. I, I want People to be positive. I just think that you also need to process things. Forced
0: positivity uh. is not yeah. the same as being positive. You know, like pushing away right. your feelings. So to have forced positivity is different than just like like trying to I don't know stay on the bright side of things.
1: Right. Another p- part of this one too is that um don't be a one upper. Oh, I didn't. Po- oh, I didn't even. Think I know sometimes that. we'll be. Oh. I didn't until just now. (laughs) And I know sometimes it's, it's like a natural response to do it because you're doing it in a way of like
0: solidarity.
1: Well, you know, you're not, you're not alone. Yeah, I've, yes, exactly. I've been there too. This is what happened, you know, what happened with me. So it's going to be okay for you. Like I I understand that that is actually most of the time what's going on and that there is the occasional person though, that just wants to one up you anyways.
0: (laughs) started to figure out what a way to like to depict between the two because I do appreciate mm-hmm. it when someone is sharing with me something about their life so that it's another thing we have in common it's something that you know it's that whole idea of you're not alone but then right. there is that person that's like well my cousin's friend's sister died mm-hmm. by suicide <laughs> What that like okay right you know I once knew someone in college who was depressed. Awesome. Like I don't know what to say to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those things are yeah. are very. Um, that's not helpful.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Though we're gonna mess up. I messed up today with you. I feel like after we hung up the phone, I like replayed our conversation oh, like sir, a million that. times. I was like, I shouldn't have, because I I found myself like doing that thing, like trying to make you feel better. And I was like, I shouldn't have done that. I should have said, what do you need from me right now? Do you need advice or do you just need to vent? Or do you want to talk through it? Yeah. Like I should have asked you that instead of just trying to figure it out. Like, cause I was sitting there trying to figure it out. I'm like, what does she, what does she need from me from this? Like which, and you know, so I was like making that effort. But when we hung up, I was like, oh, like I just felt, Well, I
0: think part of that, first of all, I did not think twice. I thought it was a a fine reaction. But part of that is that the person, me in this situation, doesn't know at that point what they need. So I didn't know. I was just like so upset and discouraged and disappointed. And I hadn't processed it at all. I just like dove right into murder podcast after the phone call. (laughs) So. (laughs) Because they cure everything. I mean, that was my coping today. <laughs> A good old murder. So, you know, I decided to tell you the truth yeah. because I think it's important or else it would have eaten away at me today. And it did help just talking about it. But the thing is, is that you are going to make yeah. mistakes on both ends. And it's better to have tried than yeah. not. If you have good intentions, we'll say
1: that. Exactly. So number five is give grace. So you need to give grace to yourself because you're going to make mistakes. Like we just talked about, um, we need to keep learning, love yourself and those around you and, and look at things from a renewed perspective. Um, because it's like your eyes are opened, you know, finally to something that you weren't really noticing before. And sort of like that when the conversation with Amy, when I hung up the phone and I was like, I don't, I would never have thought that way. Even a few years ago, like even a year ago, maybe. So it's like just constantly looking at things with a re- renewed perspective and um, what a person might be going through that you just start, they're doing it, having a silent battle. Yeah. So that person that you think is a total bitch in your office could be going through some shit.
0: <laughs> Probably is. So yeah, give grace both ways. Otherwise, um, you know, what's the point? Otherwise, you don't you don't want to try. You don't want to try to be better for yourself or for others because you are going to mess up. That's just kind of the way it goes with these sorts of things. It's complicated.
1: It absolutely is. And I mean, we've said before, like that um, we we've been through grief. We've lost multiple people and we still don't think we can tell someone how to handle. No, I've still
0: said <laughs> stupid things. Like my own husband yes, dies yes, yes. and I still say stupid shit to people when someone dies. And I'm like, I walk away. I'm like, you know better. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's just human nature. We always say dumb shit. Go ahead. I was just going to say, so when I do something like that now, in the, pa- or in the past couple times, I've done these stupid, said these stupid things. I've gone home and written a card that said what I wanted to say. It's in the moment when you are so like you can see their sadness and you can that you're just like and you you clam up yourself and you're like I don't know I don't think I said something as bad as their everything happens for a reason I do not believe that I did that but um (laughs) but it was something along the lines of you know I don't know. I don't even know what it was, but I was not happy with myself at all. So I came home both times and I rewrote, like I wrote a card out to say what I really wanted to say because I know better on what to say. But we all, whether you've experienced or not, say stupid things. So just fix it, <laughs> I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And give yourself grace. Just yes. see, it's it's going to be okay. This is life. We all mess up. So give others grace too when they mess up. It's The truth. <laughs> like when I come up to my friend who has just lost her husband and say, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the first thing I said to you at Scott's celebration of life. It was. But because I remember I was like, I wanted to smack myself in the head. I was like, why did you just say that?
0: <laughs> well, you and everybody else probably said that to me. So, you know, Ugh. what are you going to say? Like, I guess I could say this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like this really, really
1: let's, sucks. Let's start a new, I think you and I need to do a card line. So, like a, a line of cards.
0: There is. For
1: people in grief situations that say.
0: So actually there is a, a card line and I was looking to look for it. It's, um, I think it's Emily McDowell and that's the cards that I buy for everyone now because it does say this sucks. So the company is called M and friends.com. No card can make this better, but I'm giving you one anyway. There's no good card for this. I'm so sorry. Please let me be the first to punch the next person who tells you that everything happens for a reason. And then it says in tiny print, (laughs) I'm sorry for what you're going through. That's my favorite one.
1: Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's great. I mean,
0: that's basically what they're all... Oh, there, this is the one I was thinking about it says, well, this just sucks. I wish I had a better way to say it, but my ma- brain feels totally stuck right now. But I just want you to know that even though I might not always have the, exactly the right words, you will always have me. I'm not going anywhere. So I hope you're cool with that.
1: Ah, I love that.
0: So it's M and friends and it is, it, it's what I've been getting people now for their, um, sympathy cards.
1: Oh my gosh, you guys, they have ones for mental health. These are great. Aren't they? This darkness is not a dead end. It's a hallway. Keep going. Oh, that's a good one. There's one that says, I see you. I see you. Not in a creepy, watching you from afar while hiding behind a tree kind of way. More like, I know you're going through some stuff and I'm here for you kind of way.
0: I love that. Yeah. This is what I had hoped that people say to me. And so this is what I try to now give to people. Wait a second. Did you get to this one? I hope you're Mm -hmm. having an adequate day. I mean, let's be realistic, right? (laughs) So good. I love it. It's so good. I love it.
1: Oh, I need somebody to give this to me like every day. You're not a burden. You're a human.
0: Oh, I like that. Sorry. Okay. Everybody go check it out. We don't even have... Maybe they'll sponsor us. Yes. I feel like everybody should sponsor us. But regardless... (laughs) For the sake of all of those in your life um, that are going through something, go to mnfriends.com and check this out because this will help you say the things you don't know how to say.
1: Uh, great, great site, great resource. And I hope that you guys found the five tips to normalize conversation around mental health according to Sarah and Amy <laughs> uh, to be something helpful for you. <laughs> we hope. And, you know, if you've got tips for us too... Send them in to us, you know, shoot us an email at unqualified therapists at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at unqualified therapists or tweet at us untherapists. We are also on YouTube and I plan on this week getting the rest of the episodes up. So if you've already watched um, the one that's up there, 26. which is the one with Katie Maloney, then um, the other ones are coming. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, there is one up there for you to check out. But we do not want to forget to ask you to um, join our fan club because our fan club gets uh, additional episodes. You get all kinds of extra stuff from us. Um, We make fun things like, you know, phone wallpapers and um, just some little extras for all Yins guys out there. If you don't know what Yins guys is, then you're not from Pittsburgh, which is okay. (laughs) But you're going to find our fan club at patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash unqualified therapists, Inc. That's it. Five bucks a month. And that, that little bit helps so so much. much. And, um, we're just very thankful for all the people who have already become our, uh, Patreons. And, um, thank you guys in advance for being a Patreon. Do you want to give a shout out to our new one? Yeah. We have a new Patreon. I want to give a shout out to Angie. Thank you so, so much for becoming, uh, a Patreon with us. And I hope that you're finding all of the bonus content on there to be fun and, um, yeah, helpful. So check it out. And we've got new bonus episodes coming up there soon.
0: All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We will talk with you next week. Bye.